All right. All right. So you had a little bit of experience in the moving business. You learned the ins and outs. Yes. And I was, uh, I don't know how much you want to talk about, but like I was super impressed. There was one market that y'all like dominated in. And didn't you like fly up there just on your own? Just to, I did. Yeah. I mean, I did this uh, a few times. I wanted, because that's awesome. That's, of course, it was national business. Yeah. So, you know, we had markets in, in every major city. And, you know, when you live in the South, in mid sized city, moving is very, like, moving's like, you know, grab some pizza and a few six packs and call yeah. your buddies, you know, who yeah. own a truck. But, you know, when you're in a, on the 50th floor of a high rise building no and moving to the 37th floor, you know, four miles down the road, you know, that's a whole different. And then you've got, where do you park the truck? Like you're in the middle of a huge urban city. So yeah, so I, I traveled, I was trying to fi- figure out and understand how moving happens in, in larger cities. And so I would just go, I would show up and then I'd, yeah. go, I'd help do the moves and just try and figure out logistically what it was like. All right. So I've got to uh, like, you just, I have like a million questions just about okay. that right there. All right. Out of the gate, did you have the trucks or did you rent them or how did you handle that? How did you price it? Like how yeah, I mean, it, it was experimental. There were some markets where we experimented in owning trucks. Okay. Did that go well? It rarely went well. There were sometimes it would it would do well, but it's just so expensive, and they get beat up the upkeep and the maintenance. Yeah. Like it's just it's so expensive. Primarily, what we do is we would find like fleet owners, someone who owned like six or seven trucks and owned a, it was kind of mom and pop shop style of moving or uh, transporting stuff that basically they, they own specific sized, uh, you know, think of U-Haul trucks, it's the yeah. same kind of trucks U-Haul uses and we would contract moves, but because they weren't employees, they actually weren't allowed to get out of the truck. So we would contract them to show up at a certain time of the truck. Yeah. And then this was the marketplace sourcing piece where we would hire, typically it was college kids or something, you know, looking to make 70, 80 bucks for the day. And they would show up, they would do all of the customer interface, yeah. load, unload, but they didn't do any of the driving. So you didn't have to worry about insurance. Okay. All right. At least for the driving piece. I mean, we required the, the drivers to have insurance, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of headaches there that it removes, but it also adds headaches too. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I instantly want to be on the, the driving side. Yeah, he just sits on his phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like the owner of that business, because you've just got, I mean, it's like yeah. he's got some probably long-term debt on those trucks and just, yeah, life is good. Not right, yeah. Deal with the mm-hmm. wife that's like chipped a plate or something from the <laughs> right. 18th yes, century. Exactly. Yeah. How would you price it? Just hourly? So for the customer, how we yeah, price yeah, with yeah. the customer? Yeah, typically, well, it, it could be done hourly. You could do sort of a pay-as-you-go where you, you know, you could hire two movers. You could hire no truck. You could go with the truck yourself and just hire some move, some helping okay. hands. All right. And that was like an hourly basis thing with usually a minimum amount of like two hours. Or you could do like a, a full, kind of the full wide glove experience, you know, where you have a full team show up four, five, six people sometimes, truck shows up, sometimes two trucks, depending yeah. on the size of your home and, and your stuff. So, um, yeah, there's, but for the most part, it was kind of this hourly model, this sort of pay as you go. And that was kind of the, the beauty of it versus calling, you know, Fred at Fred's moving storage that's been there 30 years. And, you know, he hires a couple of people that are going to take smoke breaks and, you know, yeah. like it's just going to take forever. They're not going to care about your stuff. And, and then, but that's fixed price or whatever. Yeah, those right, are yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, so. What's the craziest thing 
Uh, this is going to be tough. What's the craziest thing you experienced? Oh, good question. I mean, as far as I experienced, uh, you know, I, I heard some pretty wild stories because I worked, you know, you can name more in the in, in the headquarters. But yeah, yeah, yeah I right. mean, there there were some stories of people showing up and like, you no, know, they were they were not clothed. Right. <laughs> it was like, oh, we're supposed to be doing some moving. My clothes are all packed, right? Uh, yeah. So you know, there was always like some weird scenario of like specific items that had emotional attachment to or something like that. Another scenario, like this was always a terrible scenario, but like a couple's getting divorced, you know, and then like one shows up and the other, the other shows up and it's like trying to take the stuff and like, (laughs) just like, well, how do, what do we do here? You're like thinking this we're hourly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, those are, those are kind of the weird wild things that occur in, in that world. So having a moving company is one of those businesses that I'm like, I've, I feel like anybody who does it gets rich, but I'm like, I just, I'm not going to do it. Like, I just can't. Like the labor has got it's, to be just It's awful. tough logistically. It's a very seasonal business, you know, so it's like. I need to think of that. Yeah. It's like a lot of spring, sometimes fall, you know, the crazy times where like it started ramping up in April Yeah, and we'll ramp down in September, but like June, July were like nuts, you know, because everybody's moving in the summer. Kids are out of schools. They're trying yeah. to relocate, you know, in a right window or new jobs, that sort of thing. Did you ever do anything in like the p- piano moving niche? No, we usually would say we wouldn't move pianos. Sometimes we would experiment and like we charge like a ridiculous amount of money to move it, but typically right. we would say we wouldn't. We would not move well, it. All right. So the reason I asked somebody, you know, it's like my wife has this saying, free isn't free. And it's like, yeah. this is exactly. <laughs> hold my beer for the story. <laughs> so like, you know, this girl I grew up with in the same neighborhood. Now she lives in the same town as I do. And uh, she's like, Hey, I got this free piano for you. You know, she's like, Oh good. I want to get the kids piano lessons anyway. It's like, so, you know, I'm like YouTubing, like how to move a piano. Like <laughs> borrow my dad's truck. And it's like, man, I like even on YouTube, I'm like, I can figure out this is way above my pay grade. Like I'm not throwing my back out or my right. friends back, you know? So, dude, call, did the whole call five people, one call me back. Shocker, it was, the business name is like Piano Movers Plus. And, dude, I'm like, you know, I need it. Like, she was moving. I need to get this piano move. Like, she was moving that weekend. This was like on a Monday. And they're like, he was, and I was talking to the owner. He's like, dude, we're three weeks out. Like, what are you, like, I mean, he was like looking at me like I had three eyes. Like, what are you talking about, Willis? And I mean, <laughs> I worked it out somehow where I talked to him in a coming Friday to, you know, whatever, get this free piano, quote unquote. Yeah. It was like 280 bucks or something. It, I mean, it had to have just taken him an hour or whatever. Maybe it was 480. I don't know. But uh, I think it was 480. Yeah, it was. It was 480. I was talking to the movers and this is insane. These guys have been with him for like 10 years. And I was like, how many jobs are y'all doing a day? And they were like, ah, this, this is a light day. This is just like our fifth. We're only have six jobs today. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. And he goes, and he goes, we've done like 14 in a day. In a day? And I'm like, five days a week? He's like, yeah, like five days a week. He's like, this is like, and so what, here's what's crazy, Charlie, <laughs> is I had to pay him again like a couple of years later, because my we were remodeling a room, so I don't know. I needed it moved down to the basement, and like, like, dude, what am I going to do? I mean, you, yeah, can, I, you I can't don't, move I can't yourself. move this thing. No, yeah. like, dude, this thing's like, I'm not doing this. So, did the same thing. Call, I just called his pricing in like two years was now like eight forty to move it from like one floor down to my basement, like not 
Yeah, That's dude. That's insane. And I got, again, like sales pitch Jimmy. I, had to, I got him yeah. back down to like 480. Where, but it's still like, dude, it took him 20 minutes. And again, I did the same pitch. I'm like, so you all busy? He's like, you asked me that a couple of years ago. Like, yeah, we're busy. We got like 10 jobs a day for forever. Like, what? Yeah. Like, and so I was. That blows my mind. There's that many people. One, that there's that many pianos. <laughs> no. Yeah. And there's two, that there's that many people who have. I mean, I guess they're not into pianos. That's why everybody's getting rid of them. Yeah. But, but what's crazy is I think I'm normal in that I've had to use them multiple times because I've taught to. This is like really random. This other guy's house I was at, and uh, he had, he was a piano player. Like that was his thing. He's a retired professor. It's like what his thing is, and uh, he, I mean he pays them all the time to move them like within the house. Because even you can't move these. I mean these things. And I have a uh, there's two types of pianos. I don't I don't know. I've got the simple kind, I, but the, the big organ type, like you know, with yeah. The big, oh yeah. Oh, that's that, a whole another yeah, thing. Like a whole and thing. Uh, Oh yeah, because those they don't really you, you don't take them apart like you have to figure out how to like. I think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't like they have to take windows out and stuff. It's, it's that's insane. that's so nuts. Yeah. I can't imagine the pricing for that. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I, that's interesting though because a lot of moving companies they like refuse to do it. Yeah. So like that. Yeah. So that creates that interesting niche, you know, business. I like that. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. yeah that's, I haven't even thought about that. That's uh that's so wild. Like that it's that lucrative and right. I guess piano businesses that means they're doing pretty good to you. Now you asked me last last time I asked you what if I gave you three hundred thousand dollars, no restraints, whatever, what would you do? Yeah, well, I'm not sure that's why I was asking you. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I mean it's that price point where I'm like, okay, yeah, you could you know, you know, do you go put a down payment on a bunch of existing rental properties or do you build one? You know, yeah. or I mean, I get, you could technically build probably like two or three yeah easily with that but you know and but it's also also that price point where it's like well you could you could put a down payment on an apartment building or like a town you know like a 10 unit townhome or something yeah especially if you layered it with like some seller financing some other stuff some investor cap some other investor capital like that and that's what i realize then is like when you read the annual reports for all these real estate companies, it's all layered. Like there's multiple layers of the capital structure and like even banks, I mean, they, they'll raise debt at like crazy, like 8% or 10, but what, I mean, it's just money and it's just a, that's just a sliver of a layer to offset some risk somewhere else. So it's yeah. not in the big scheme of things, it's not costing them that much money. And then that's, that's just a big lesson I've learned the hard way. It's just not taking on investor money. Maybe, you know, have you ever done a hard money loan? Have you uh, looked into I've it? I've looked at all? into it, but I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've been, I've, like, I've just heard so many negative things that I've kind of, it, for sure, kept my distance. Oh, yeah. And I've, I've seen people flip houses and like all the profit goes to the hard money lender. I was like, right. I'm well, going to be the hard money lender. Yeah. I want to do the flipper, right? But, you know, I've seen it. I mean, if you just structure it, right? It's like you get into these properties with no money and, you know, yeah, they make a double digit rate and fees yeah. and all that. But at the end of the day, if you're even flipping it, if you're able to flip it legitimately and make a hundred K, like, what do you care? You know what I mean? It pay them ten, twenty thousand $20,000 in interest or yeah. like, I don't know. It's just been interesting. I, have, I haven't done a hard money loan either, but it's just, it's, yeah. it's interesting. You know, I think Jeff Bezos did something recently with his boat. Like he bought a boat and he, he got a loan for it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He bought it. So it's, it's the last person in the world who would need one, but. Exactly. I mean, but that's, like, that's even Amazon today is still not that profit. Like it, it's running on so many, yeah. uh, you know, 
that that growth scale and investors and yeah. It's I was speaking idea. of them, we're well, going on a goose chase now from like moving to Amazon. Have you heard about their industrial real estate thing? No. So they, for the past two years, I mean, it, the numbers are crazy. I'm not even gonna, we can talk about all I'll let you do the research and like, I'll make up the numbers. <laughs> so like, I know you'll actually like talk actual facts. I'll just make them up. But it's something crazy. Like two out of every $3 of, of industrial leases, like last year were Amazon leases. Like, I mean, it, and it's like, it, they kept, they were buying like, or leasing like, like millions per month. I mean, like nobody and, and it's like they were doing that to keep their competition away. Yeah. But basically, the past couple of years, they've, they've over so oversupplied themselves. So they came out a month or two ago. You know, they got a new CEO, Bezos is stepping down, yeah. and they're going to sublease some of this excess space. Well, obviously, the people that are, like, freaking out, like, oh, my God, we're going down. You know, Amazon made a mistake and all this stuff. And, like, but I'm like. I don't know, man. It's just like, it's really smart. Like, cause yeah. they've got the master lease. I'm sure they're right in their Amazon. I'm sure they're writing oh, these yeah. subleases. Like they can kick you out in a week if they want to. So, yeah. I mean, oh, that's yeah. his whole, that's his whole thing is they do something. And then that once they're in it, they say, how can we turn this into a product and make money? I mean, like they yeah. do that with, with transportation now. And yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it used to be a book, a website to buy books and that was it. But now they yeah. do everything. Right. Yeah. I don't, I'm shocked at the transportation, how they haven't already taken over that because I've, I've heard from multiple drivers that like FedEx drivers that own their own rigs and own their own fleet and Amazon just comes to them directly. And I mean, they're just so cutthroat and they're like, we'll pay double whatever yeah. you're making. We'll just pay double. Oh yeah. Like no, like no questions asked, like no, like commitment just like whatever so like how did how is fedex still around when when your competition is like we'll just pay double like yeah. whatever and you have one customer you know you don't right isn't that wild it, it is wild it's just such a tough you know logistically it's such a i think you got like fedex or ups where they're making you know they're marking up their profit on shipping costs and so that's how you know that's helping offset the transportation logistically it's so tough like yeah you know when we were we were experimenting with that and when we were doing the moving company we were like uh, doing last mile services for like McDonald's and uh, Walmart and it's, but you know, little test locations. It, Did that work out? Okay. Because I mean, yeah, it was doing pretty well, but it was just so tough yeah. logistically to, to figure out and oh, like, I can't imagine. To monitor and figure out, is it profitable and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. keep those relationships. But yeah, it's, uh, it is, it's a weird, weird business, but yeah. I mean, people are, people are making money off of it. Another thing I've just noticed, cause I'm like doing this research on these like build front communities is, your wife would be like really the one to ask about this is the, the amount of packages at an average apartment complex. I mean, it's in the thousands a week and I'm like, I can't imagine. So what these apart, you probably know this, uh, these apartments are starting to do is have like an Amazon, uh, facility, like a little, like a private facility for your Amazon packages. And of course they charge for that, you know, of course they charge, it's it's a huge profit center. So, you know, they've been doing the technology fee, it's like an upsell, but now there's this for another hundred bucks a month and you can have, you know, all your Amazon packages in one secure location and it's huge. You mentioned my wife because she worked as a leasing agent for a while. And so for this apartment building here in town and literally they have a a mail room where the, you know, people would drop off Amazon packages. Yeah. She was like no one would ever come get their stuff. Like it just stayed full. People couldn't even get their own mail. She said there was a set of four ti- brand new tires that sat in there for two and a half months 
before and they like call people hey come get your stuff but nobody comes and gets it so like that's brilliant like having it just renting out an extra room i'm shocked because i know that that was uh that's like a, a pretty high end apartment i'm shocked that they didn't so they didn't charge extra for it if you know or what like they just they had like they, just a yeah big, uh, they just let it be a problem bought, of course somebody bought some tires and just like yeah. it's free storage right for them. yeah, yeah they, they saw care. a deal yeah. or whatever i love it you know no interest same as cash and they just yeah, yeah. yeah, they just left it there. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's so awesome. funny. Yeah, that's that's wild. You never answered my question on the three hundred thousand. Oh what? yeah. So yeah, great question. I I think I think I would also just because like you, I, I I never own an apartment building or anything larger, so I don't know that world as well. So I think I would stick to you know single family homes. Yeah. But, or I don't know. Maybe I'd branch into something. Uh, more than a single family, but I think I'd want to focus more in like a, a higher end market or like a vacation spot. I think I'd want to do either take all of that and throw it down in some really like fancy million dollar home or something, or I'd want to buy like a couple of condos. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, those locations, I don't have anything in those areas. And I think that would be a really interesting market to get into. And the inflation is never going to go down. Value is never going to go down on something that's on the beach, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. just going to continue to be desirable, continue to go up in value. And I feel like, why not? Even if it's just a ridiculous price, like yeah. you know, the only reason I can't, I don't go buy a bunch of ridiculous stuff because I don't have, all, you know, all this investment money sitting around, you know. But if I if I could, then I would. Yeah, there's this guy uh, Moses Kagan. I follow on Twitter. He's you would love it. They do like these boutique apartments in L.A. So he calls it like sub-institutional scale apartments. He does an amazing job with everything. And he, he put out on Twitter that like the cap rates in the 80s were like eight caps, but the rate was at 12%. So I'm like, why? you know, you just naturally think like, why would you buy an eight cap if rates are 12%? But he said the people that did, that bought these apartments or whatever, eight caps, and they usually bought them in all cash. I mean, they made this L.A., so they made fortune, you know, just like literally generational fortunes, you know, and because uh, rates are going to come down. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. And I feel like that's kind of what we're setting up for right now is like because I still don't really understand, like, you're able to borrow money. I mean, the, the government's saying inflation's eight and a half percent. In reality, it's closer to it feels closer to 10, 15. You're still able to borrow at like five and six. Okay. So like why? Why are people stop borrowing right now? Like now is the time to really giddy up. You know what I mean? Right, but yeah. I don't. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Who knows? <laughs> no, I agree. I think. I think now is a great time. Great time to buy. Yeah. This is kind of interesting. This is one of the reasons I pose that question. Okay. Is I'm actually in the middle of selling some of my rental properties as a yeah. package deal. I'm going to cash out pretty nice on it. Yeah. And so, what I'm going to do is I want to take 100 percent of that, put it right back on. You know. In, in real estate, but I want to something get nicer, nicer something nicer, right. yeah. less maintenance. Yes. yes. You know, I love the idea of new build. Of course, it doesn't cash flow as, as quickly. It does cash flow great. Are you selling them all? It's a, it's eight. 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 Okay. Yeah, okay. That I'm selling in a package deal because it's essentially the the eight headaches. Oh, dude. Absolutely. Dude, you never, you never regret that. Yeah. You never, you will not regret that. They're in yeah. area, with the exception of maybe one. They're in areas that I just don't think are going to. I mean, everything's going to go up. Everything's going to continue. To but it doesn't matter. Dude, it doesn't matter. If, it, if it's a headache and it's just, it does not matter. If you're, yeah. you're, 
you're making money and you're getting rid of a headache. Like you're you're winning twice right. out exactly. of the gate. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. That's why I texted you the other day and I was asking about a 1031 exchange because I'm trying to figure oh, yeah. out like you know what, how do I do this in a way you know, sure. that makes the most sense you know with taxes and, and everything. But yeah, like I'm in the middle of, of that right now, so my my head's like spinning with like oh, sure. all the possibilities. Of, okay. You know yeah. where where could I go? Like do I just take this and buy twice as much? as I as I sold or do I you know or do I just buy a few but really nice ones and and try to you know throw a bunch of cash down so I'm just trying to figure out or or like do I go crazy and do like a mobile home park or like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. you know a storage unit or something like that sure. there's so yeah. many possibilities now that I'm just really I'm kind of I don't know. I mean, that's why I'm interested. I'm like, well, what would you do? Yeah, if yeah. You made you know a lump sum of cash. Dude, I think I think it's the perfect time to 1031 something right yeah. now, especially like to upgrade. Even a lot of people are uh, this guy. I don't know, like everybody keep mentioning Twitter. This guy uh, Barrett, he does apartments in Dallas, and he um yeah. he you know had an opportunity to sell and make a couple million and like. Wow. A, a year or two and he was just like yeah I mean it's, this was like 10 years ago and I was like he, now he could have made more money but it's like do I really want to own some apart eight, it was like an 18 year apartment and the yeah. build in the 50s it's like no nah, man like let's just make our money and move on you know what yeah. I mean and that's how I feel like the, these yeah. properties specifically I purchased is like a stepping stone yeah like, man absolutely any, you know and I yeah. was like I'm just trying to get stuff you know and so now I'm like oh now I can okay. get this so, so, so having more context I would definitely build that it gets them a lot because man oh my gosh charlie you could get 10 plots thirty thousand a piece that's 10 houses dude yeah. build 10 okay. make a hundred thousand each off 10 i mean that's you know yeah. keep your million in equity keep thousand a month in cash flow ten thousand a month some cash flow profit you know that just that's exactly what i would do yeah. man have some and i mean now is the per i mean building rentals man it's just like with the mortgage market like shutting Fr apparently friday there was like this is kind of scary really but there was no mortgage like you know when you do your mortgage then they sell it right yeah. oh, apparently yeah. friday there was no mortgages sold like nobody was bidding on them like oh, at all like zero people yeah. were like no matter the price that's why the market's selling off today because they're like oh that because the debt usually leads to the debt markets usually lead to equity markets. So like, is it's that bad? There's no more. Like, this is bad, bad. That's <laughs> wild. I know that the stock market took a big dip on Thursday. I don't know. I mean, it, have you not checked it today? I haven't. No, dude. The markets like don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> the look. market's down like five percent today. Is it really? Oh yeah, it's crashing. Like it's like no, it's like limit down. Yeah. Like they had to shut it off. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. bad. I mean, these are great examples. Like. I understand why people get nervous, but that's why I love real estate. Because oh, it's like, bro. I look at that yes. and I go, sucks for you all, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. people still need places to live. Dude, I go back. Do you do 401k? No, not yeah. currently. See, I have in the past. Everybody that I know that is like retired early, they don't do the 401k. No, yeah. Like, no. Why, like, why don't we? And it's kind of, I don't know why I do it. I, uh, I like my employer a lot, but I know that's why. But I do their stock and stuff. But like, man. Everybody I know that's retired early doesn't do it. And they're like, man, the returns are like crazy and your money's locked up. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? So it's like, I don't know, man. It's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It is crazy. I think it's, yeah, it's a narrative that people feel like they have to do or are supposed to do. And yeah. real estate's scary. It's got this weird right. cloud over it of like, oh, you don't want to deal with yeah. management. And, but like, no, I, 
ever since I stopped doing the traditional investing and now I'm like taking ownership of it and doing it myself and I'm like figuring it out and I'm learning yeah. like I feel more in control of my future and, yeah. I, and I also feel like I understand what the reward will be down the road further which I don't you For know sure. with stock markets stuff, I, you just don't know like it's just crazy yeah I think I mentioned before we started this guy he's doing this self-storage deal I know and it's just like I mean he one deal not not a massive deal at all like very small and real estate terms, but yeah. you know, he's, he's going to generate what he would never get this in a 401k, the amount of money he's making on this yeah. deal. Oh, and it's yeah. just, it's just crazy. You can do that in one deal, yeah. you know? Well, that's what, that's what got me into it. When we sold our house, we lived outside of Nashville and like we lived in the house three and a half years, you know, paid the mortgage and that was it. <laughs> you know? yeah. And we cashed out a pretty good amount on it. And I, it like clicked. I was like, wait, I didn't put hardly any money down on this house. And I lived in it and enjoyed the benefits of living in it. And now I'm getting paid yeah. to move out of it. And I was like that. It, like, it was like equivalent to what I made that year yeah. in salary. And I was like, whoa, I didn't do anything. And I made this money, you know. And it wasn't even off of my own money. It was yeah. off the bank's money. That's when it all clicked for me. And I was like, oh, I've, I've, I've got to do this differently. Oh, yeah. So... All right, we'll end on this one. This is like life. This is like lifestyle goals. So this guy, I can't do this because like he, this guy, he he's a legit addict. Like he's he's in AA and stuff. But he, what he'll do, man, is he, he's super talented with handyman stuff, you know. But he specializes in these properties that are like half built, so they're quirky and but they stop building, right? So like literally nobody wants these houses, and he lives up on the mountain, you know. So like every everybody wants up there the location. But nobody wants to deal with this. So he buys this. And this is, Charlie, this is all this guy's done for like 10 years since I've known him. Is he buys these things. He like finishes them out, right? And like lives in them two years. He'll make like whatever, $400,000, $500,000. And like that's what he lives off of. And he does another one. And it's like, it's incredible there's that many houses that are half built. But that's like his like niche. And that thing, he hasn't worked in 10 years. Yeah. He Like this is all he does. He just moves in and then. And then he's done. Like, he doesn't do anything. Like, all day. Like, I don't... He, like... I mean, he does these... He, he'll go to Alaska. He's, like... Right now, he's, like, refinishing school buses. Like, just for fun. Like, is it, like I mean, just yeah. weird stuff. But, like, that's... Isn't that wild? Yeah. He did, he did sell... He did, he did the same thing with, like, a hotel. It was, like... It was in C-class, horrible, like, beyond horrible area, right? And it was, like, weeklies... And he, he bought it using hard money, remodeled it, got okay SBA terms, and then he um, he just he sold that too, and I'm I'm sure that was a good good lick too. But uh, but even still, like I don't think he needed that money. Like, I think he could live legit off just four hundred five hundred thousand dollars, and like that's what he lives off of, and he does another one, and it's like it's incredible. There's that many houses that are half built, but that's like his like niche. And that thing, he hasn't worked in 10 years. Yeah. He like, this is all he does. He just moves in and then has it refinished. And then he's done. Like he doesn't do anything like all day. Like I don't, he like, I mean, he does these, he, he'll go to Alaska. He's like, right now he's like refinishing school buses, like just for fun. Like, is it like, I mean, just yeah. weird stuff, but like, that's, isn't that wild? Yeah, that sounds like He did, he did sell, he did, he did the same thing with like a hotel. It was like, it was in C-class, horrible, yeah. like beyond horrible area, right? And it was like weeklies and he, he bought it using hard money, 
remodeled it, got okay SBA terms, and then he sold that too. And I'm, I'm sure that was a good good lick too. But even still, like I don't think he needed that money. Like, I think he could live legit off just, isn't that yeah, wild? Just, just moving from house to house and he's making money. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It is. There's, there's just, there's no other industry you can, you can say, oh, I just got this job, but I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I'm making money. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You can't do that anywhere else. All right. On the next one, I want to talk about your portfolio not in like detail but just on the service because like, i think there's a huge just like we were talking about last time on the fencing like i think th- it's just what choose your own headache you yeah. know but i yeah. think there's just massive opportunities with like anything in that world oh yeah for you sure. know yeah all right let's do it let's do that one next one all right sounds good